Yes Have Some podcast is brought to you by Carnivorous Creations, your one-stop shop for all of your proton pack building needs. If you're in the market for a proton pack, head to carnivoruscreations.com. That's carnivorous with a K. You're going to find aluminum motherboards, resin parts, fiberglass shells, and a whole lot more. Find them on Facebook at Carnivorous Creations or head straight to carnivoruscreations.com. Remember carnivorous with a K and get started on an authentic screen accurate proton pack. Do you want some uh, coffee, Mr. Tully? Do I? Yes, have some. Yes, have some. We got one! It's time for another episode of Yes, Have Some Podcast. Look at him in really bad shape. Come on, please. Please. Your weekly pop culture therapy session. Give me, give me, give me. I need, I need. Subscribe on iTunes by searching for Yes Have Some in the iTunes store or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash yeshavesomecast. Sick vandalism. That is a deliberate mutilation of a public service message. And now, hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed with your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and Jacob Walsh. We're mutants. There's something wrong with us. Something very, very wrong with us. Hello everybody, welcome to Yes Have Some Podcast. My name is Craig Goldberg. This is episode 57. Roundtable. <laughs> and it is our round. Oh, thanks, Abby. Yeah, Thank you're you. welcome. Guys. You gotta I get it out there quick. You gotta get it out there quick. Roundtable. I'm just waiting. Yes, you can see me. So she's, she's dancing around a table. Mm-hmm. She's very literal. Doing loops. Um, so here's the thing. So last week we did a little uh, preview of Alien Covenant. And this week we decided we got to break it down, right? Alien, big franchise. We all like it. We all mm-hmm. love it. Love it. It's Want time to talk about it. Alien Covenant. Mm-hmm. Ridley Scott. Mm-hmm. Follow up to Prometheus. Mm-hmm. We've all seen it. Yeah. But before we get into we that, have. guys, we have a special guest with us tonight. Do we have a treat? We have a treat. What? A little treat? All the way from the West Coast of the United States of America, from Hollywood, California, him- himself that's what i'm gonna say uh, hollywood himself friend, friend, hollywood <laughs> dr hollywood you heard him uh friend of the podcast john yurkaba what's up man hey it's uh everything's good man i'm i'm pumped to be here with you guys i love talking with you guys and uh i'm excited to, to talk about this movie because it was quite the ride quite a thrill ride a lot of uh john we met uh last year uh, we yeah, it was around you? this time last year that we were out in L.A. for uh, the uh, premiere of Ghostbusters Answer the Call, yeah. and we were at the Perky Nerd for an art show. But actually, we met you. You picked us up from the airport because you're, like, a super awesome dude. Yeah. So, first of all, thanks yeah. for the ride. And, <laughs> yeah, we missed you, so it's cool to talk to you again and have you on. And um, Very cool. So, yeah, and, John, if you could give uh, a quick introduction to, like, who you are, what's your affiliation with the Ghostbusters community, that kind of thing, that would be good. I think a lot of our audience might know you. We've talked about you. John's done a lot of artwork for us on the podcast. Mm-hmm. The fam- the Dan Frontation. Yes. The famous Dan Frontation. Yeah. If you've seen, like, oh, the animated yeah. little cartoon sketch of us like that, um, that's John's work, so. And uh, all-around good guy. We're just going to gush about John. We're just doing the whole gushing. Time. Forget that's Alien cool. Covenant. I mean, I, gushing is fun. <laughs> We like gushers. <laughs> gushers are good too, dude. Yes, yeah. they're back. I have uh, a bag of them. I was gonna say something. I was gonna say something specific about John, but mm-hmm. I don't remember what that was. But yeah, John, tell us who you are, then we'll get started. Uh, yeah, I. Uh, I mean, I'm John. That's that's my name. Uh, I live in Hollywood. I 
do like to uh, himself doodle from time to time. You can you can see some of my artwork here, there, and other places about the interwebs. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I've uh, I grew up in Arizona, so I hung out with the Arizona Ghostbusters a lot, and I've done some stuff with the Phoenix Ghostbusters. Um, and yeah, yeah, I mean, I got to meet a whole bunch of people at the, the Perky Nerd and the premiere, and uh, before that at the trailer event. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's yeah. pretty much my story. Yep. And uh, John was one of our frequent callers uh, on Yes, Have Some Live when we were doing that show. The old last live year. days, yeah. Back in the live days. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> back into the build-up. Our when, salad days. When the dream of Ghostbusters answer to the call was still alive. Yes. <laughs> the possibilities yeah. were endless. Oh, it was um, so close and there was so much hope. <laughs> yes. So we were all theorizing and Oh the theories. Yeah. Oh God. I did some a lot of research and, and really <laughs> thought there were some theories that might pan out, but yeah, so But I, I still don't think I've watched any trailer ever as much as I watched the trailers for that movie. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of Ghostbusters trailer watch. Yeah. Um yeah. But that's okay. That was last year. Now it's 2017. It's it time to talk about something new to stress about. Alien Covenant. Mm-hmm. Is that what oh, we're yeah. stressing about tonight? Yeah. It's an overall Alien Covenant stress episode. Uh, so this is our roundtable. We're going to talk about the movie, thoughts, feelings, reactions. We're going to go around the table uh, and we're going to give some gut reactions mm-hmm. right now. So we're just going to say Alien Covenant, 1 to 10. Where did it rank appeared? Uh, I'm just going to make up words all night. Uh, where do you rank it compared to uh, other Alien movies? And then we'll get in a more uh, in-depth discussion. Does that sound good, guys? Good. Abby literally just I lost left. my phone. I got really... I got. I wrote my stuff down, so... Cool. Uh, John, you're our guest. Why don't you start us off? One to ten. Where do you, uh, what do you think? Oh, man. One to ten. I'm going to rate it a solid... Uh... A solid eight, like an eight, eight point five, maybe even an eight point eight. I mean, that was it was a good movie. I enjoyed. It. Very cool, very cool. And how do you rank it compared to other uh, Alien movies? Well, that's a little tricky here, and and I don't know if I clued you guys into this as much as maybe I should have in the lead up. But I have seen all the Alien movies. Okay, but it's been a minute since I saw any of the original ones, like everything before Prometheus. So I remember them kind of like vaguely each of them um i have seen prometheus within the last few months so compared to prometheus i definitely liked it better than that i i enjoyed prometheus it definitely had some uh some some good moments some real uh tense moments this in general from what i remember and what i remember feeling watching the other alien movies this to me felt more like an alien movie like there were certain elements of it that just from the start of the movie, it just clicked, and I was like, yes, this this feels like Alien. Yeah. And before we even move on, I guess that's probably a good idea to kind of for us to kind of uh, unleash what our background is with the Alien franchise, right? Like what? So we're obviously all Ghostbusters fans. We're all diehard Ghostbusters fans. We're all big Star Wars fans. I will be the first to admit, I am not like a diehard Alien fan. I enjoy the movies. I always, you know, when I watch them, I do enjoy them, but they're not... It's not a franchise I'm always thinking about. I'm not reading up on the news. I'm not always eager to see what's coming next. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, that kind of will uh, shed some light on our different perspectives. Uh, and, John, obviously you just talked about uh, you, maybe you're kind of in the same boat. You've seen all the movies, but it, maybe it's not your go-to sci-fi franchise. Yeah, yeah. 
for sure. I mean, anytime they're on TV, like I'll never turn down a chance to watch them. Right. But I, yeah, I think we are in a pretty similar position where it's like, you know, I know of it. I can pretty much kind of tell you what each one's about, but it's not my go-to necessarily. Jake, what about you? What What is your uh, stance on the Alien franchise uh, going into this movie? What's your steak? Um, what, how much I, steak are you going to eat? <laughs> <laughs> Zero. Um, I uh, I really, really – these – the Alien films are all – now, when I say the Alien films, like, I don't know what you guys count. But I don't really count uh, the, the two Alien versus Predator movies. Oh, those uh, are those the only ones I count. Those, those two aren't um, canon seen, yeah. with the rest. Um, they're not canon, and they're awful. So I don't count them at all. Um, wait, wait, wait. Which which one's the alien, and which one's the? Per- are we talking about? We're talking about the one with the face clogs. Right? <laughs> yeah, we're we're a different franchise. Okay. Um, <laughs> I so the, the 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 original like four alien movies. I I like all of them. There there are some things I really like the first one a lot. I would say that I love the first Alien. I think it's I think it's pretty great. Um, I would put it like high on the list of horror movies. Uh, two, three, and four. I like them. I think there are like some things wrong with them. I don't think they're anywhere near as good as the first one. But I like all the Alien movie, movies, and I've watched all of them recently. Uh, we we I watch those a lot. They're good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I watch them a lot. I think it's safe to say you're probably more invested than, yeah. Yeah, and as far as Prometheus, um, I I think I've talked about Prometheus a lot, how I kind of went through one of those, like, uh, similar to Abby, how you went through with Jurassic World. Like, I liked it at first, and then I kind of started to hate it, and then I started to really love it, and I really like Prometheus, and I think it's very different from, like, the original Alien but mm-hmm. it fits, and I really like it. Right. Um, okay, as far as Covenant, if I had to give it a number, I think I'd give it, like, a four. Ooh, Whoa. Shots fired. And I think, Shit. Yeah. Fire up the and burn I think, unit. John, I think maybe you should go back and watch the original Aliens, because to me it didn't feel anything like an Alien movie. Whoa. So, yeah. Well, if I may step in. Didn't if- love it. Yeah. All right, Ab. What's Will your someone background? Someone give a lady a hand. Uh, yeah. A quick background <laughs> for me: uh, being homeschooled and like raised in a super religious environment, I was not allowed to see any of the Aliens movies. Um, I remember like seeing glimpses of like posters and like maybe clips on television and just being very frightened. Um, I saw Alien for the first time four years ago, somewhere roughly around there, and it was a super memorable experience. I watched it in, like, my basement apartment, and it was terrifying, and I loved Jonesy, and I thought that Ripley was super awesome and badass and inspirational, and I remember thinking, like, why the fuck have I not seen this movie? It's, like, really well done, and, like, it's a beautiful, like, epic space, like, drama, and it's quiet, and it's slow at parts, but it's, like, spectacular and beautiful, and I absolutely love that movie. Uh, I've seen Aliens... For some reason, it took me a really long time, like, I feel, like, weeks almost to finish watching all of that movie, because it is, like, I don't like it as much as the first one, and it gets, like, I don't know, there's just parts that, it's just not as good as the first one, sorry. Also, the third Alien movie, I have seen that, and it's alright, it's not the best. Um, Those are the only ones, besides Prometheus, also, that I've seen, I missed out on... Uh, Resurrection. Yeah, exactly. Uh, And then now I've seen Alien Covenant. So that's my background in history. I would say it's not like my go-to franchise. It doesn't, like, I don't have the connection to it. But I do enjoy it. And I do have, like, some collectibles from it. I've got, like, a set of 
eggs. Um, NECA. Alien, NECA put those out, so that's very cool. I've got some artwork that I picked up, like uh, Ripley and the Xenomorph that I picked up at Dragon Con. I can't remember who did that. I think it was Jellico. Anyway, so yeah, like I'm into it and I dabble, but it's not like I was going into this the way that I went into Ghostbusters Answer the Call or even like Volume 2 of Guardians of the Galaxy. This is kind of like, I had an open mind and like, Full disclosure, like, stepping into this, I just saw the movie, like, 45 minutes ago, so it's been out for a couple days, and a lot of people have been posting their thoughts and theories on this, so I've been, like, keeping the headphones and, like, blinders on to try to stay away from spoilers, um, (laughs) but my thoughts, like, totally unsullied without going out and seeing what other people's thoughts are as best I can, I'd give this movie, I put down a 7, and I'd give it probably a B-, minus, and, uh, I put a few emojis down, too, that are like the little uh, the guy that's kind of like thinking and not sure. I put like a like a saxophone a for a like David's flute, a little kiss, yeah. and also the the frightened cat because there was no Jonesy and no cat, and then I put a little sad cat yeah. face. So the, actually, good I like the. I thought those emojis. were the best. That was good. Was I feel like all movies should just be ranked with emojis from now on. Mostly, except for the emojis. That's what we're gonna do. That's what, that's what we should do. Agree with that. Yeah. Uh, Cool. There was not a cat in this movie. Nah. I guess, is it my turn to go? No. It is your turn cool. now. Uh, okay. Turn. Alien franchise. Uh, like I said, not my go-to, not my number one. I really, really love the first Alien. It's super scary. It's super well done. Sigourney Weaver mm-hmm. uh, is is a total badass in that movie. And it really is. Uh, it's kind of like Jaws in a spaceship, except for they're not hunting yeah. uh, a shark. Yeah, there's you got a, like mono There's one alien hunting uh, a crew. Right. So... Uh, it's nothing like Jaws on a spaceship is what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> but it is really scary, and it's probably a top five horror movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and sure. as Like Abby said, it's the first Alien is super quiet, uh, and, and you know the music's great. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. It's beautiful. It's Ridley Scott at his best, yeah, right? For sure. So um, Aliens, I've, it just, I read one good quote today. I didn't read a lot of reviews of Alien Covenant, but it was kind of going through the history of the movies. Mm-hmm. Aliens... Is an action movie, and yep. none of the other Alien movies really feel like action movies. The other ones all feel like horror movies. Mm-hmm. Aliens feels like James Cameron in a Terminator esque yeah. action movie. It has its during moments. that period, correct? Yeah. I know there's a lot of people that swear by Aliens and say it's better than the original. Uh, nope. I, I don't feel that. No, nope, mm-hmm. no, nope. I don't feel that way. <laughs> Um, I do not feel that way. Uh, I do like the last 30 minutes of Aliens, though. Uh, the, the, yeah. The, the Alien Queen right. and the Power Loader. This is very yep. cool stuff. It's good. And, it's uh, very cool, very cool. Uh, I kind of wish Newt died. I don't usually wish children died, oh, but she's just who was she? I didn't like Newt that much. I don't know. I like Newt. Raise the stick. You like, I like Newt. Uh, did we meet Newt at a convention? I think we saw Newt at a convention. We, yeah. No, we did. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yep. I didn't recognize cool. her without like all the dirt on her face. Yeah, and also I was like, "Aren't you supposed to be eight years old? You forty-five-year-old yeah. woman." I, I didn't. I didn't recognize. I didn't recognize her with all the years on her face. That's, <laughs> <it>. <laughs> That's a way to put it. Oh man, well. it looked like she needed to face hug some creams and moisturizers. Oh, she's cute. <laughs> Wait, are we ages? Are you guys being ages right now? What the hell is hey, happening? Hey, I made a joke after. After Alien Covenant to Abby, I was like, hey, my ex-wife used to call her vagina the face hugger, and you know Whoa. what? She's never even seen Aliens. Oh, and I was like, I still do. And that's uh, what we talk about. So, also, hey. I don't have an ex-wife. It doesn't. Um, <laughs> but I have I a did, face hugger. If I did have an ex-wife who never saw Aliens, that'd be a problem. All right, cool. Whoa. I haven't even talked about Covenant yet. No, but we got personal, so that's good. There we go. So, moving on. 
Alien Covenant, <laughs> I give this movie a 6.5 out of 10. Now, my opinions on movies tend to evolve and sometimes devolve. So two weeks from now, I could be at a 4, I could be at a 9. But having seen the movie about an hour ago, uh, like Abby said, I think the first act, of if I could split it into three acts, I think the first act was really good. That felt like an alien movie to me, right? You've got the crew, there's uh, the incident on board, there's some drama, you're kind of getting to know the characters. I will say, not really well enough, there's this new thing that happens with ensemble movies where at the end you're like, who were all those people? What was the other movie? Rogue One. Yeah, Rogue One. When it ended, I was like, I really liked it. I don't know who any of those people were. Yeah, Uh, yeah. I I don't really care. So like when that girl uh, got killed in the bathtub, my number one, like, I'm just going to say it. When she got murdered in the bathtub in Alien Covenant by the the white alien, Xenomorph, whatever. Right, right, right. right. The decapitation. Took her head off or whatever. Yeah, Yeah. when he took her head off. Out of that, coming out of that scene, my number one thought was like, man, they didn't really show her naked. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to know a little bit more about her was kind of my thought. It's like, you know, if you're going to kill her, at least, you know. Well, you got that shower scene, so. There you go. There you go. And that Uh, felt like it was like out of a Halloween movie. My my initial reaction was. parody of a Halloween movie. Yeah, I know. I, it was, there was some gratuity and like there, there was a lot in this movie. I give it a 6.5. First act felt like an alien movie. The second I'm act downgrading just to... felt like uh, the Prometheus sequel, mm-hmm. which and then the third act felt like uh, I don't really think they know what this wants. To, I feel it like... felt wonky and tacked on, but so, that first act was on point and it felt like Aliens to me and yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah, and the the and you guys can chime on, chime in on this. By time the Xenomorph was on the ship on the mother. Is that what the name of the ship was? Mother. The Covenant. Covenant. Well, that's uh, what they... Mother they is what mother. the computer. Yeah. Mother's the computer. Um, by the time the, the Xenomorph was on there and they had the crane and Daniels was fighting it, I was like, oh my God, this is like the climax, I think. Like, the movie's almost over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and it kind of felt weird. Yeah. So. Then it turns into like an action movie. Like, it's a little... Yeah. A little weird at the end. Um, but, uh... I'm curious to know Jake's thoughts, honestly, because yeah. I've been, like, holding my opinion. Well, I haven't been holding my opinion. I haven't seen it. I know he's been holding his thoughts back. So, and I well, just. Well, why don't we do this? Yeah, What'd you like? What'd you not like? Yeah. Sounds okay. Good. Um, so, all right. What I liked, I really liked the first, uh, I, I really liked the first bit of the movie. I, I want to say that I liked pretty much everything up until the xenomorph shows up and i think um the whole starting from when the first two like crew members get infected that like i don't know how long it is but from the minute the first guy gets infected to the minute both aliens like you know hatch out of their bodies that scene is the best thing in the movie it's the scariest it's the scariest thing it's the most well put together and it's really it builds up so much and it's so tense and like, like the whole the whole scene with like uh, the three people that are in the you know they're in the ship and they got um the one guy in the like the med bay yes. and he's like you know he's freaking out like that whole thing it it was like i'm sitting in the movie theater i'm like yep this is a good movie i was like yep. at that point i was like i like this movie yep. i was like this is good i said that but to it's craig never too. yeah 
but it's it never gets that scary again. It's mm-hmm. never that tense again. That's it. It fucking blew its load at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. And the whole first thing, the whole first part of the movie is very much a sequel to Prometheus. It feels like Prometheus. All the stuff with David, all of it. It it just feels like you just put Prometheus part 2 on. And I think that's what uh uh, Ridley Scott is interested in doing. I don't think Ridley Scott wanted to make an alien movie. I think he wanted to follow Prometheus and do it that way. And I think because Prometheus came out and people are like, hey, we got to have aliens in the next one. Yeah. He's like, all right, fuck it. I guess I got to write aliens in this, in this fucking movie. And it feels that way. Yeah. It feels like he was like, oh, okay. Um, let me make up some bullshit where an alien shows up. Yeah, subplot is the evolution of the alien's it's, form, right? That shit is it. It felt super lazy to me. If it, it was boring, I thought all the xenomorph stuff was boring. It wasn't scary, and and I think part of it is because of what you said, Craig, about we don't know any of these characters. So it's like we're just seeing random death after death to characters who've had no dialogue. And I'm just like, all right, I don't care. And on top of that, the CGI on the Xenomorph looks like garbage. It looks like alien versus predator CGI. I don't, I don't under it. Who I'm preaching. It feels like like two different. (laughs) Yeah. It feels like two very different movies and the Prometheus part of it, I think would have been good. The alien part of it, I think is pretty awful so i feel better good i'm glad you feel better (laughs) so i asked abby after the movie this is probably my most important takeaway when they get to the planet and all of the uh we i gotta find out the name of the the i'm just gonna call the white aliens but i know there's a an actual name because neca's they're neomorphs okay okay the neomorphs are attacking and then the huge light goes out, and they all scatter. And then you see the cloaked figure revealed to be uh, Luke Skywalker. Revealed, yep. Well, what I thought was, oh shit, Fastbender just walked off the set of Assassin's Creed. Yeah. <laughs> and now I had somebody else say that to me today. Yeah. I was like, oh shit, look, that cloaked figure is scaring away these. Uh, Neomorphs. That is a, right. Is that a weird name? I'm thinking of Keanu Reeves every time I see that. Yeah. But then again, Prometheus has a very uh, Matrix color palette with like electric blues and, and uh-huh. a lot of grids. Yeah. I feel like yeah. there's a lot of grids. Yeah. yeah. See, um, John, what, what? What? Do you have a counter? Anything to counter? I, I want to hear you two fight. That's the. That's yeah. What I'm getting Will at. you guys just like go at it? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's funny like. because I feel like. I mean, I just saw it yesterday, so I'm kind of in the same book as uh, as you and uh, as Craig and Abby because it's like, oh, I have thoughts, but it's still kind of sinking in because I haven't had time to really just like sit and kind of go over it in my head a whole lot. But mm-hmm. so as, as Jake is giving his opinion, I'm kind of like, oh, hey, wait a second, he's kind of got a point. I haven't my so between when I said I'm going to give it an eight point eight, and now I've I've rethought some of my thoughts, but I'm I'm not as harsh on it as, as Jake is. And I think part of that is because, like I said, you know, I don't have like a deep history with the Alien franchise to the point where it's like I can feel 
right in comparing it to the old ones. Um, mm-hmm. I, I feel like I'd have to go back and watch the old ones again. And I probably will after it's just for the sake of kind of having a complete picture of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I definitely get the, 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 um, the feeling of like, you know, it, it kind of feels like it was meant to be a Prometheus sequel, but then, you know, just the pressure from fans and, and the studio and everything to like really make it an alien movie forced him to, to work the xenomorphs in there in a more prominent way because it did it, like the beginning felt, you know, up until they, um, you know, you have the, the scene at the beginning where you see sort of the, uh, the birth of, of David, um, or at least when he's first activated. And that was very like, you know, a direct tie to Prometheus. And then mm-hmm. once you get into the covenant and you see them and, and everything that's happening on the ship, I was like, Oh man, this, this feels like an alien movie to me. And yeah. then, you uh, and then once they pretty much up until they get to um, up until David re- reappears when he shoots off the flare, it was it felt very like oh this is this it has an alien vibe you know they're yeah. the way the crew is interacting and, and that kind of stuff and the scenes Sugar on the dick. ship and, and the, yeah. I love yeah. that line yeah. that was funny and uh, and so and then when it, once it got into the second act to me that felt like they they kind of went from sort of the the feel of the alien movies where it was just like here's you know the crew of the movie and then they encounter the aliens and then it's this horror movie where you know the aliens trying to pick them off and they're trying to fight the aliens and survive and it delved you know it kind of slowed down and got more into like what has david been up to what is this weirdness why are all the engineers charred and stuck to the ground and and all that kind of stuff then you get into his experiments so it felt like let's slow down and let's get into the, you know, the genealogy, I guess, of of the xenomorph and, and how we get there. And, and to me, that was one of the things that I took away from Prometheus was like, you know, how is how is this going to be a prequel to Alien? Because even even though they were like, oh, it's not exactly a prequel, it's it takes place in the same universe as Alien. I think by having Prometheus finish with the I guess that was a Neomorph 2 pop out of the engineer. It was like, okay, this is a prequel. And, uh, mm-hmm. and so that second act slowed down and, and went into that. And, and I think you're right. I, and I've, I've seen a lot of movies do this. Instead of taking the time to develop characters that, you know, even if they all die by the end, you remember like, oh, this was this person and this mm-hmm. is who they were and their character and their story they're focused more on like, let's have an ensemble cast, but let's give everybody a gimmick. So at the very least you can walk away from it and be like, Oh, Tennessee, he was the guy with the hat. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> yeah. you know, this person like, you know, in a, uh, in rogue one bays, he was, he was the guy with the, the armor and the gun. And that's kind of like, vacuum cleaner he, on. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so it's, <laughs> it's like if we can get you to remember at least visually what they were or, or give them some sort of gimmick then at least you'd have that. And that's how you can kind of identify them by it's, it's like cartoon theory. It's the same reason why in the real ghostbusters, yeah. all the characters yeah. have different color colors. It'd always be like, Oh, I can tell who's who because of the uniforms and that yeah. kind of thing. Right, um, right. Cause you're right. I mean, when, when he, uh, when the xenomorph came up and killed the girl and her head's floating in the, the bath or the mm-hmm. fountain or whatever, 
I had no idea who she yeah. was. It was like random crew member number yeah. two. She was the red shirt yeah. in Covenant. Yeah, yeah. and, and uh, I felt the same way about the uh, the female who was on the uh, the ship with Danny McBride, like operating, who she ended up being a surgeon. Like, she disappeared for a little while, then reappeared, and I was like, I don't even know her name or what's going on. And, yeah, I felt that same way about, like, let's – some distinguishing characteristics or qualities would have been appreciated or, like – Yes, to make so that because I, I do want to have a cathartic cry or like a oh man, what a loss when you see somebody eat it like in a really disgusting way. Like it's a better payoff if you know them and like care about them in like a minute way. So I completely agree with you on that point. I think part of the problem yeah. is you you have a crew of fifteen people, and the reason why they do that in these movies is like, well, we're gonna have to like people are gonna want to see people getting killed by an alien, so we're gonna have to mm-hmm. have four or five people that just don't matter. And yeah. then it kind of works against the story because I feel like that's undervaluing what an audience actually wants because we're all sci-fi fans, we're all movie fans, and we're all talking about character development, not like, hey, those are pretty cool kills <laughs> in that movie. Yeah. 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 I'm yeah. all about and the characters, was, yeah. Yeah, that, that was one of the things that initially, like yesterday night when I walked out of the movie, I I found myself just feeling like, man, I'm I'm glad they didn't just, you know, at the time I was like go overboard with just let's murder people left and right. And, and I actually loved that more so than it being not necessarily from the Xenomorph's point of view, but being like a very like, let's give the Xenomorph all the glory shots and make sure that he's kind of the main character to the point where it's kind of like, Oh, is even though he's just trying to kill people, is he the protagonist? And everyone's just there to be like, you know, alien bait. I, I was like, man, I love that everybody that did die, like you kind of felt something for them. But then in the same way that they kind of take those shortcuts to make you remember like, Oh, he was the guy with that thing. And she was the girl with that thing. Right. I think Mm -hmm. they sort of shortcutted your ability to care for these characters by the fact that it was a colonization mission. It was full of couples and they were showing love to each other, every interaction they had. So when someone died, you automatically had that sensation of like, Oh shit their husband or their girlfriend or whoever just saw their, their partner die and right. you yes. automatically like that's yes. the feeling that you can Dude. onto no matter if you know the person or not like, Oh man, yeah. that sucks. Dude. Yeah. To that point, I think that's why the first act was so strong because it opens with like setting that somber tone of like, Oh my God, we just lost fucking, uh, James Franco, James Franco, like a familiar yeah. face. So, and also I think that Catherine Watterson was, I think her performance was awesome. I think that the building, yes. the cabin on the lake, that whole story grabbed me immediately. I was like, fuck yeah, yeah. I'm getting up sit right off the bat about this stuff. You just want to live with James Franco in a lake house. Yeah, I mean, I want a lake house, yes. And I just also, (laughs) Catherine Waterson was awesome, and I liked her a lot in that role. So um, she was the one that I did care about the most towards the, throughout the whole movie. Let me, uh, I wanted to talk about Danny McBride before I forget. So he's like one of my favorite people. I love Danny McBride. I think he's extremely funny in everything he's in. I think that he's super talented. He's a great writer, and obviously him and, uh, his partner are rebooting uh, Halloween coming up, yep. which should be pretty cool. Or not rebooting, yeah. sequelizing, re- retroactively sequelizing it. Whatever they're, they're making more. Do. They're making yeah. more. Um, they're I kind of felt like he, his comedic relief, should have been infused into this movie, and he should have maybe been on the planet with them. Oh, dude, I wanted him off that ship the mm. entire time. Was, I thought they could have utilized yeah. him better. So. He was a little wasted. Yeah. Because I He's do like wasted. him so much. Yeah. And I wonder if the thought process was like, oh, this is kind of a 
Like, I feel like he could have been, like, the Bill Paxton type character in this movie. Like, mm-hmm. kind of, like, the emotional freaking out one. And what was weird is when his wife died, like, he reacted, but not enough. He didn't care. He Dude, didn't. Yeah. Was, I, yeah. He the, was like, oh, cool, wife's dead. What? Yeah, no, this is what I, if, I feel like they should have just cut away from him right after he hears that he needs to go into the other room to have a private conversation. Because at that point, mentally as a human being, when you hear, like, when you see the police officer at the door or when you, like, you get that phone yeah. call, the Dear John or whatever, you're like, you, your mind accepts it and you start to transition into that level of shock. And I feel like the camera could have panned away. We all could have just assumed that that's a fucking crushing blow because it's a lot to ask of an actor, two actors, her, him and uh, what's her name, who is delivering the news to him, yeah. like to have to have them sell that. So I felt also, like it was a tough I think it would have been funny if a, a police officer just knocked on the door of the ship. That's what should have <laughs> happened. Just a little man in space. And like you would just know. Hand, him a, like, hand him a letter. Just hand him a letter. <laughs> he reads the letter. Like what? <laughs> no, he gets a knock on the door. It's uh, it's uh, the uh, the dude's like uh, wearing a trench coat and a hat. And he's like, are you Marty McFly? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now that one I'll see. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so anyways, I digress. Oh, so, um, let's talk about, uh, Daniels. Let's talk about Catherine Watterson. Uh, oh, the alien movies are known for their, uh, female protagonists, Strong right? Strong females. Yeah. So we got Sigourney. One of the reasons I loved, again, the first one. Right. Very much so we got, uh, Ellen Ripley. We got Elizabeth Shaw and we've got, uh, Daniels. What's her first name? Uh, oh, oh her ooh. first name's Daniels. Uh, her last name's Branson. Her Whoa. name's Daniels Branson. There you go, yeah. That's weird. That's okay. It's probably a That's family like name. That's like we called Jake Walsh forever. We should. And we're, and we're like, hey, what's Jake's Walsh first name? Jacob. It's Walsh. Yeah. Whoa. Uh, what do we think of her, uh, especially in comparison to uh, the other female leads in the Alien franchise? Personally, like, I've already think. I think I made my statement. I liked her. I thought that she sold it. Like, I, I don't think haircut. she's. Yeah, I, like, I like her look and everything. Yeah. Um, I don't think she. She doesn't, I wouldn't say, I don't know. She if felt she, Ripley-esque at yes, the end of the movie. At the end, yeah. Yeah. But that's because she had a tank top on, was holding a big gun, and was chasing yeah. an alien. Yeah, so it's aesthetics. <laughs> yeah. I'd have to see it again, and I'd also like to do a rewatch on all the originals and, like, yeah. to do an actual comparison. Um, but, you know, yeah. I don't think she's the on par with Ripley. I don't think she maybe would, I, I, again, I need to go back and compare some of, like, the, the things that, that each of them do in the movies, but I don't, I enjoyed her and I, she might not identified. go down in history. Is like, there a, were a lot of females in the crew and I thought that was great. Representation is awesome. And I enjoyed that. So very cool. Yes. That's yeah. Awesome. Um, Jake, what'd you think? <clears throat> I mean, I thought she was, I thought it was fine, but I, I, I think it would have been, I think it would have and could have been better if just like the movie was a little more streamlined and there was just a little, a little more room for, writing in the character stuff because well i mean like i said like so much of the movie felt rushed and kind of pieced together to me and you get so much david which i i think david was the best part but there's so much david that you don't get enough of her really i could have used more i agree the flute playing scene and all that. Like, yeah, I mean, I feel like at the heart of it, it was daddy issues at the, in the movie, too, because it's like, you know, you're trying to figure out your creator and all that kind of stuff. And there right. was... Um, right. John, I know you, met, I, you mentioned earlier while we were talking uh, some, I don't know, some deep affection, I think, I was getting from you. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I'm, so 
I saw Fantastic Beasts when that came out, and I enjoyed that movie a lot. I didn't think it was a perfect movie, but I definitely enjoyed her role in that. I thought she did really well. And I think I think it's hard to compare her character in this to Ripley because, I mean, she's been in, you know, four movies now, and, and she's she was one of the first big female sci-fi action icons. So it's it's hard to compare anyone to her and be able to do it successfully because even if you're like well just compared to the first alien movie that character is like someone who exists throughout multiple movies so it's hard to separate them Mm, yeah yeah i think and she's also had time to like that image is burned into our head yeah on top of that i don't think necessarily that there was a whole yeah i don't think that there was (laughs) anything that she really did in this (laughs) film that was like super iconic um but that said within the context context of this film and just this film as a standalone entity not necessarily comparing it to anything else i thought she did a great job i i really enjoyed her performance um and honestly like i'll i'll watch her in anything like she right. i think she is probably one of my favorite actresses yeah, in this, at this time yeah something interesting so the reviews for this movie i think it's like 71 percent rotten tomatoes but i didn't really go into detail on in those reviews i just saw the number mm-hmm. um but over the weekend, I saw so many people, and to Jake's credit, was not one of them. He, he kept it uh, close to the vest. But so many people were coming out and being like, this movie is awful. This movie is a travesty. And then there was another level of, it's better than Prometheus, but it sucks. And then I was like, well, I like Prometheus, so if it's better than Prometheus, yeah. then I'm in a good, posi- uh, good position. Um, yeah. So I think I went into it with my expectations super low, and I think I was expecting, like, really terrible dialogue and like just really laugh. Like I had a friend tell me like, you're going to be laughing the whole movie. I'm like, Oh, okay. That seems interesting. And then I was, as I was watching it, like, like Jake was saying, like Abby was saying like at 30 minutes in, I was like, this is a good movie. I'm legitimately yeah. frightened. I'm entertained. I think once they get to the planet and once, you know, Michael Fassbender shows up, uh, they go to the mines of Moria for a little while, yeah. and it feels like uh, fucking Lord of the Rings. Once we're in David's bedroom, and he's got a bunch of sweet Mondo prints. Dude, this Gagger prints. That's amazing. Yeah. All the he's original, got such a nice collection. All the original, all OG. He's, he's got all the original Geiger artwork on the wall. He's a collector. Um, I feel like that's where some people lose it, but like I didn't. I liked all that stuff. I mean. Guys, we got. What about the kiss and the flute playing? I liked all that stuff. Yeah, we got. Uh, fun. Man, I feel like that's its own section. That's its own topic of yeah. conversation. Yeah, <laughs> dude, <laughs> Doctor Shaw, like the science experiment, all that shit was. I'm thinking about neat. getting my doctorate, and my thesis yeah. is going to be uh, two fast benders, one flute, a kiss, and a whoa, fist fight. Whoa, <laughs> I like that. Um, I was talking. I saw kiss with fight. a friend last night, and uh, after after we got out of the movie, we were talking about something. And, uh, and my friend goes, was talking and said something to the effect of, like, you know, different strokes for different folks. And then, like, a split second later, we both looked at each other and went, unless you're Michael Fassbender. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. It's a different, oh, it's, it's a whole different world. <laughs> yeah, and you know that, I mean, I don't want to be crass. We never but. do that here. But he is uh, known for being a well-endowed man. So. Yeah, he knows how to play the flute. <laughs> Double the Fassbender on hey, that flute. it's true. Uh, God. I uh, liked when he was singing to himself in the mirror and cutting his own hair like a maniac. I thought all that stuff was pretty fun. He is. It, you know, the the problem, like the biggest problem, I think, is that when you're watching an alien movie, 
it like alien is in the title. This is not Prometheus. Prometheus was different. This mm. is an alien movie. When you're watching an alien movie, the scariest thing in your movie should be the alien. Yeah, it's death. It's a hundred percent David. David is the David scared. is terrifying sure. in this. Like he's yeah. David's great. Like I loved all the David stuff, and I'm not even mad. Like I'm not even. Mad. I talked about this last week about us like wondering if we were going to be getting like the origin of the xenomorph, and we do. And I'm not even mad that like it's because David is insane. <laughs> That's not like, oh. like that's not like that's scary, <laughs> and that's like unsettling. That he's like, like when he leads that when he leads fucking Doctor Manhattan into the room with eggs. I'm like, oh shit! Yes. like this is this is insane. I know, and like I'm like, dude, don't look inside that experimental egg. Don't that's, look don't in that egg. That. Why are you yes. standing what? there? Yeah, oh, those man. were those eggs. Oh, he's the man. stupidest. <laughs> he is the stupidest character in this movie. Oh, the captain? Oh, yeah. 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 He's just like, Sucks. David's like, David's like, yeah, just look. David just is literally. Let me take a look. I got a little thing to show you. It's no big deal. It might David is literally pain. telling him his plan. David is literally like, yeah, I'm creating, creating, you know, the perfect species. He just showed you a room Dude, full of dead dumb. monsters. They all follow yeah, him there he's, too. Like he's telling him, he's telling him his plan. You can tell that he's yeah. already kind of like, I don't really trust this David dude. Like I'm not, <laughs> yeah. down. but I'm going to follow him and do his little, little secret lair. And then he's like, but just put your face in there. It'll be <laughs> fine. And he does. Just yeah. your face. He, <laughs> hey, he tells if somebody he tells says, you that they're becoming a little bit of a zoologist, you trust them. Oh, they show you their ex-girlfriend like science project corpse. They're, it's fine. Follow me to the back room. We're just going to hang out. Oh. David is like, David is like, oh yeah, I've been waiting for humans to show up so oh, I can my, create so I can a creature. <laughs> just look in there real quick. Just look. Um, yeah. So um, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna complain a little more. Let me keep complaining. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want you to. What else? That so that rain on church, our buddy. <laughs> dude. So all right. So that the whole the whole. I don't understand why um, when the alien when the xenomorph like bursts out of uh, I can't remember his real name. So I'm gonna keep calling him Doctor Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael Fassbender. He had a weird character name. It was like oh I don't wait. Remember. The captain. No, the captain. That's Doctor Manhattan. Is that yeah. why they kept calling talking Maybe about Ozymandias? Orum? Was this a big Watchmen parody? <laughs> I, I had a, that thought while I was watching. I was like, "Oh shit, this is actually Watchmen Origins." Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, need, I need to find out this guy's name too now. Oh god, I'm just glad <laughs> shitty Freddy Krueger didn't show up. Where they actually have the squid in it, but the squid is like part xenomorph. Uh, oh shit! It's that thing from the end of Prometheus. Uh, the squid exactly. is just the squid takes the body of Kevin from Ghostbusters. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right, Jake. Sorry, keep going, man. Oh no! Like why? So why does when the xenomorph come out of the captain? Why is it like a fully formed creature already? Oh yeah, that's not how they. That goes against. Uh, you know, six movies of Xenomorph shit. Like, it's, that's completely different. Um, I'm pretty sure it's because they wanted that moment of him, like, reaching up and going, Daddy! Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I think it was that. I think it was that. And I think the other thing was because when you, so, like, the best thing about, one of the good things about the first Alien is that, you know, it's, it's a pretty simple, there's an alien on the ship. You know, that's what the movie is about. 
this movie has so many things going on and the xenomorph don't show up until, you know, like the, the third act or whatever. So they don't have time to be like, okay, well the face hugger, you know, sits on the, on, you know, it, it, it attaches to its host for like 24 hours. They just skipped all that. It was like mm. a fast forward. They were like, it was like one scene face hugger. Let's cut away for two minutes Let's cut back. It's already bursting. Oh, we don't have time to show that it's going to grow from, you know, this to this. It needs to already come out formed. So mm-hmm. the next scene, it can just be big because we don't have time yeah. because we've got so much other stuff in this movie. Yeah. I yeah. got that. And then you do you lose tension like. if you when you rush it like that. Like and you yeah. kind of the element of surprise because yeah with it having one burst during like a luncheon because isn't that in the first one where they're all like eating together like the in the they're little eating, dining yeah. yeah so like where it comes out of nowhere and it's had time to build it does it pays off better that way yeah rather like than, they like, think he's okay you know they like yeah. the face hugger comes off him and they in the first film and they're like oh he's he's okay it died mm-hmm. he's fine they don't know what's gonna happen and in this movie it's like David's like oh hey wake up you know and then boom it like bursts right out. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I was, like, let me, I want to ask, I want to ask you guys something. Do it. So this is, this is like the, so Ridley Scott did the first alien. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then, and, you know, he hasn't done anything really with the series since Prometheus. Right. He didn't, he had nothing to do with, uh, three and two, three and four. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. So how come like when he come, when he finally, this is the first time he's put a xenomorph in a movie why is it like it's all actiony? You know, it's all, all like it's more in tone with aliens than alien. Is See, that not I weird? Like I don't even think it is more in tone with than alien. I feel like this is a George Lucas thing. I think this is a <laughs> no seriously, like all joking aside, I think this is like an older filmmaker who's revisiting a property that meant a lot to him, who's saying well, when we first made Alien, it was like this big animatronic hulking puppet, and we really couldn't do much with it. Now what yeah. can we do? We can make it like – because that's what I like about the Xenomorphs in the first couple movies is like when it drops from the ceiling and it's just staring at you. And it, it feels like this giant it's slower yep. cockroach. And it's scarier when it's slower. Yeah, yes. now yeah. it was all flailing about. Oh, it was fast as fuck, yeah. yeah it, was, it was like the Vin Diesel of – Xenomorph. Yeah, it moves quickly. Um, it gets in, it gets out of your body, and then it kills everyone yeah, else. But then they fast. killed it. Yeah. It became the Paul Walker of Xenomorphs. What am I doing? What am I doing? I don't know. Why am I? Who am I? I didn't say Paul Walker. I said, I said they were drinking Jack Daniels, not Johnny Walker is what I said. That's what it is. Got it. Got it. Got it. the Xenomorph. There you go. That's what I said. So you guys can't even say anything. It's good. Not cutting it. Don't care. Sue me. Staying. Yeah, <laughs> Craig, I agree with I agree with you, man. And I feel like we we've had this talk before about um, you know filmmakers who try to revisit their their old you know movies after a while, and maybe like they shouldn't, you know, like maybe they're not in that moment anymore. And that's Everyone except and maybe for that's George why Miller. I, yeah, like that's why it. that's why Star Wars is so good now because it's like in the hands of other people who. Mm-hmm know what to do with it and it maybe make like you, it makes you wonder what like some up and coming hungry filmmaker who who is obsessed with alien what they would do with it as opposed yeah. to yeah like maybe someone who loved the special effects from the originals and was like yeah let's yeah. do some practical yeah. stuff and then let's make yeah. jacob walsh happy 
That would be great. <laughs> Let's make the Yes Have Some podcast happy. I think the tough thing, too, is that, I mean, for us as, as audience members, you know, we go see a movie and, you know, we don't know anything that's behind the scenes. We don't even know what the yeah. director necessarily had in his head. So we see the movie as it is and we're like, this is it. This is how it exists. And you either love it or hate it. Mm-hmm. So if you love Alien, you're like, cool, this is what Alien is to me. When in the director's head, he might have been like, God, when I cooked up the Xenomorph, I totally envisioned him moving like this, this, and this. But because it's, you know, we don't have that technology, let's do a dude in a suit. Let's see how good we can get it. Let's make it work, and let's let's just make a good movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now that the technology's caught up, he's like, oh, I can make it look like I always wanted to in terms of, like, how quick it is or how it moves. But to the people who enjoyed the original movie, they're like, oh, this is this is too different from what I fell in love with. Yeah. So yeah. there's that disconnect between like is the director finally getting to do what they always wanted right and is that worth not you know giving people what they've grown up with or what they remember right right like if steven spielberg really wanted to go back and make the make bruce blink like make the shark blink or something like that which is ridiculous (laughs) but yeah exactly but i feel like that i mean it's just the it's what happens. People get older, and if they're re- if they're revisiting a property, it's it is like George Lucas. It's George Lucas did what he did with the prequels because he didn't. I don't feel like George Lucas thought that the story about the family and Anakin was actually as important. Mm-hmm. I feel like he wanted to tell the backstory of the Senate and the Galactic Senate and and Palpatine's and rise racing, to power yeah. and pod yeah. racing, and that's why the lightsaber battle in the Phantom Menace is so stupid because it's like mm-hmm. this big choreographed late nineties, Janet Jackson video. Yeah. And it's not a fucking sword fight. Um, yeah. But yeah, the sword fight is the Xenomorph of the Phantom Menace. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Title. There it is. Nobody has ever said that <laughs> sentence before. Yeah. It's a, yes, um, have some original. So, uh, but I feel like my my thoughts are starting to evolve on Alien Covenant now that we're talking about it. I feel mm-hmm. like as a Prometheus sequel, it works. <clears throat> as an Alien movie, it kind of almost works, but doesn't. Falters a little. It falters. Quite. I'm going to downgrade it. Yeah, from my 7, I think I'm going to take it down to a 6.5 after talking mm-hmm. and thinking yeah, through think- it. Yeah, and after go- I'm going to go back through the originals and you know maybe revisit it when it comes out on Blu-ray. Um, I don't think yeah, I'd like to see back. it again, yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think I also want to see Prometheus again just to get, like, the whole vibe for it. Um, because, honestly, I think I only saw that in theaters once, and that is the only time I saw it, so I probably should but go back. But you did an Elizabeth Shaw but costume. But I did a Dr. Shaw costume because it was super easy, and I was, like, a similar build and hair color, so. <laughs> I just, you know, you know I was, like, like, bandages and Vaseline, that was it. <clears throat> you know, I, and even, even though, like, <laughs> I just got done saying, like, uh, you know, maybe Ridley Scott shouldn't, shouldn't make alien movies. Uh-huh. Prometheus is really good, and I think, and I think if you watched like the first Alien and Prometheus back to back, they are very different feeling movies. And Prometheus yeah. is, you know, when Prometheus came out, the, one of the things that I really liked about it is that it is so completely different from just like other sci-fi movies that are out now. And it's really beautiful. It's shot in such a good way. The creatures look great. The it's it's got like such a weird mythology, and it. And it's it's its own movie, but it does fit in that like alien universe. And I think if he just made a true sequel to Prometheus, I think it would have been fine. Yeah, 
Like, I think that's what he, I think that's what he wanted yeah. to do. Or maybe that's, well, there's some I don't know, stories. maybe that's where it started. There's all, yeah, there's all kinds of like, like you said, John, there's like, who knows what's happening behind the scenes, but I, I don't know. There's some that's stories that, that came out this week. I haven't actually read them because I wanted to see the movie first, but there was one headline that was like the original Prometheus sequel was much different than Alien Covenant. Um, so I completely Ooh, I believe that. that we're probably on the right track. I think, though, like, so if you think about Prometheus, Prometheus, if you had to sum it up into, like, what what is the main theme of this movie, it's dealing with the origin of life, right? Yeah, and then how, exactly. does, how does that relate to Alien? Well, the xenomorph is described as the perfect organism. Yeah. The, the amalgamation of all that could be, you know. Like a hyper-evolved predator. Like a hyper-evolved right? predator. Perfect. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you in the corner. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> connecting those dots, though, is a little bit tough. And I feel like it would make more sense to have a trilogy of Prometheus movies where the reveal, uh, once again, and I said the same thing about Guardians with the storyline with, with Kurt Russell, it feels like this was too much too quickly. Like, okay, it's revealed that David is basically the father of the Xenomorphs. That's really cool, yeah. but... Mm-hmm. That should have been... That should have been part three. Yeah, that's how you reveal part. Uh-huh. There should have they shouldn't have glossed over it. It shouldn't have just cut out Shaw and the engineers and just glossed over ten years. Like I feel yeah. like it should have been yeah. those two characters landing on this planet mm-hmm. and maybe actually learning some things. You know, like the engineers are what created not only you know the. I guess the black liquid or whatever from Uh Prometheus, but they've also created humans and other life on other planets. Why are we just cutting them out completely? That's what Prometheus two should have been. It should have been more of that. There can still be, you know, the, the weird like neomorphs, they can, there's still a place for that in the movie Mm -hmm. without us going directly to the xenomorph. Right. Yeah. Totally. I absolutely agree. Um, so, now that we've gotten our initial feelings out, no, I'm mm-hmm. just kidding. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, I completely agree with what, you, what you're saying, Jake. I feel like that the it, it's kind of a rushed thing, and I liked Shaw as a character. And it's always a bummer when you get to the sequel, and it's like, what happened to the main character of the first movie? Oh, she's dead. It's been ten years. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that yeah. kind of feels oh, cheap. And let- Right. Yeah, I'm going to jump. Let me jump in there super quick. Uh, alien, whatever comes next, it's not going to have Daniels. They're going to do the exact same thing. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. fucking dead. Yeah. She's yeah. dead. I yeah, don't know dude. how long. I don't know how long there's going to be in between, but they they did it. Fucking Tennessee and Daniels, they're done. They're but not in another like alien a, movie. A fucking chilling way to go out there with like the it's like Edgar yeah. Allan Poe style, like being sealed like in a tomb, entombed before you're like, well, you're still alive. Like that yep. shit fucks yeah. with my yeah. mind. Realize it. Okay, so two things I want. I want to talk about the um, the David switch. The switcherooski. Oh, I was with. Um, oh God, Craig was on that one early on. Yeah, I had I didn't see it coming, I, yeah. and I had to go back and like, and I'm still putting the pieces together as to when and where it happened. Before before I get to that though, I do want to say what I, one thing I absolutely hated about Prometheus was the end where they showed the xenomorph for the alien. I thought it was cheap. It was yeah. lame. Like, like, hey guys, we're here. Yeah, like yeah. yeah. We're, I know we're late to the party, but it's fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't yeah. like that. I'm, I was so scared that at the end of this movie, 
you were gonna like find out like that Daniels was like Ripley's mom or something like that or like oh, yeah, yeah. I was just so scared I was like because it, it's all about because this is intended to be a prequel trilogy that will lead up to the beginning of Alien and I like I just hate that forced on connection the nose stuff. Kinda, so, yeah. like pandering yeah I'm glad they didn't do that now Michael Fassbender Walter and David two very different characters different accents different, accents. different hair color Different hair color, guys. guys David's I just got put this out there. Say it. I, I want, I want Michael Fassbender to read me bedtime stories in his American accent. Oh, I really want that. Such a weird accent. Yeah, I loved it. I feel like we could arrange that. I don't, yeah, I'd hang out call with him. him. So that uh, sounds Paul, good. Paul, <laughs> Mr. Feed probably knows him. Just call him Paul. Uh, oh, probably. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah, on first name. Yeah, and That's we cool. could if he can't if he can't get him, we could maybe get uh, Karen Sony. Yes. So, what did we think of that dynamic? Like, we talked about it. We talked about the flute scene. Uh, we, well, I mean, what do we think? It's kind of brother a Brother to brother, yeah. Yeah, big part of the movie. Are we just talking about those two characters, or are we talking well, about the switch? Those, those two characters, and then when they switched, did you, did you feel like that's what happened? Because I did. I called I, it in my head immediately. I So, I liked those two characters, because they it, – it made me think of um, – uh, it, it made me feel a lot. It just reminded me of data and lore mm. from, from Star Trek, the next generation, yeah, okay. yeah. because they're like, they're brothers. They're both built by the same, you know, person, but it's like, you got, you got this like evil brother. You got the brother who's trying to do the right thing. And, and they kind of, but like you, you get a little bit from Walter where he's like, well, maybe like, Hey, this is my brother. You know, even right. though they don't know each other, they don't it. I like the Walter stuff, but um, yeah, no, Craig, whenever the switch thing happened, as, as soon as that fight was over and Walter comes back to the ship, I immediately knew that right. that wasn't Walter. Right. But but they took so long to reveal that it wasn't Walter you kind of that forgot. I started that I it, well, I was just thinking about it, and I was like, okay, when like when's he gonna be? When's when are we gonna find out this is David? Yes. Mm-hmm. But it, it it they they did it they they did it right, I think, because it, it went for so long that I was like, oh well, they would have revealed it by now. Right. Yeah, that dude, must that's, alter. That's, and then I started, yeah. I yeah, and I started to kind of get bummed because I wanted it to be David. And then once she once he was putting her in the in the cryo tube or whatever, putting yeah. her to sleep. I, it came back to me, and I was like, "Oh, this is where it's going to happen," and that's mm-hmm. and that's where it happened. It was predictable, but I liked the ending. I liked that it was a down yes. ending. And I was, yeah, I was talking to a friend of mine today who's a big Alien fan, and he was asking me, you know, just what I thought of the movie. And he did not like the ending at all. And he was telling me that uh, most of the Alien films don't have, you know, like a bad ending. Usually, the the good guys win in the Alien movies. It's not. You know, you, it's always Ripley, but Ripley always beats the alien. Right. Mm-hmm. It's never they never really end on like a downer like that. And he was he didn't like that. But I was yeah. like, I, well, I, I mean, did like it. It's the second yeah. part of a trilogy. And like we, the second act, you know, dark tone. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Usually yeah. Have, that way. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Dark note. Absolutely. Major loss. So I liked I, it. I thought it was yeah. extremely well done. I thought the music playing and like him placing uh, like the embryos or whatever, like all that stuff, like a very cool visually. And yes, a 
I was shocked by it because I I definitely lost track of David versus Walter with like all the action and stuff happening. Um, and I did have to go back and think through like when that happened. Um, and it makes sense. And I didn't see it coming, and I was shocked and surprised. And there was that among other moments, I was you know literally saying like oh fuck and oh what the fuck is happening right now like out loud in the theater. <laughs> so the fact that it got me getting to that, I was like all right, this is cool. Yeah, I like being surprised. You know, this- being surprised, and that's there's you know that's just a good yeah. feeling. There's something that just popped in my head as we're thinking about it now that I think even adds <laughs> adds a little more to that ending. But so like Daniel's. You know, he, 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 she's trapped in there. She right. doesn't know what's about. Like, he's going to put her to sleep, whatever. He could do anything. I wonder if, like, I didn't even think about it, but I wonder if, like, you know, the first thing that shoots through her head is, like, oh, I'm about, like, I'm about to die the same way my husband died. Yeah. You know, she's going to die in that fucking thing. He's yeah. going to, he's either going to, He's either going to, you know, kill them in those tubes or he's going to do some fucking experiments. Yeah, on that's what's probably yeah. going to happen in my. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, it's going to be human. Alien, well, he's so. kind of a zoologist now. So. Yeah. He's yeah. so in those mouths <laughs> and those butts. Oh, I, that, I got that vibe, too. Oh, yeah. I was like, he's going to do some weird yeah. stuff. So, you know, he plays the flute. So. John? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, I, I didn't know that they had switched right at first. So, like, when he comes running down the temple after them, it wasn't until they had gotten on the ship, they fought the xenomorph, they'd crushed it with the claw, and they all got inside and the door closed that my friend just, like, was like, wait a second. And then I was like, no, you don't. (laughs) But then the same way that Jake did, like, it it went for so long. And then I was like, oh, he's just going to, like, let the – he's not going to close the door at the right time or he's just going to let it attack them and be like, oh, it's a malfunction or whatever. And uh, yeah. and then he breathes that sigh of relief when yeah he was they, like helping them you know he was helping yeah. and then but then later on I was like oh man what if that wasn't a sigh of relief what if like in his head and this was after like the twist and the movie was over I was like what if in his head he was like okay let's think bigger picture I'm just going to let them think that they won so that way I don't have to face any craziness afterward if they accidentally win. I'm going to sacrifice the first alien because that's cool. I know how this plan is going to work. I'm going to make other ones. So mm-hmm. the little sigh was just him kind of being like, oh, shit. I guess that was my firstborn. But you know what? Bigger mm-hmm. picture. I'm about to make a whole bunch more. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And did. I'm about so, to play some symphonies. And one thing that I thought was kind out. of funny was uh, I thought they did a switch. But then David had like a little bleach blonde hair action. Mm-hmm. And yeah. what was the mm. other one's name? Walter. Walter. Walter had like darker hair. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then, did he dye his hair? Did he like go to the bathroom? Well, he got some and- sun. No, his, his roots had grown out enough, I think, that when he cut it, yeah, yeah. That's when, he, okay. when he cuts his, yeah, when he cuts his hair earlier in the movie, he cuts all the blonde out. He got an ombre. Yeah. There yeah. you go. I mean, I I <laughs> thought it would be weird if there was a scene John does the where it, after their fight and oh, before dude, the xenomorph. You see David in the bathroom, like dying his hair brown. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, he's doing he's it. He's rinsing his hair in that out. same little oil in it. Yeah, he's like he's, he's r- little gloves on. He's playing the Wagner. He's like, yes, he, like, I love up, this like, part. Like a fireproof blanket. He yeah. cut up like a, a weatherproof fireproof blanket, yes. and he's using that to like put his hair in. And yeah. He's like, rent- yeah, he's rinsing his hair in the same little pool that that severed head is in. Yes. <laughs> Oh, oh my that, God, it's like Marnie. And that grown neomorph is there, and he's just breathing into its nostrils every now uh-huh. and then. Yeah. Because yeah. that's how Jeez. you can connect with that's, those. You breathe. Oh, my God. 
They're the most yeah, vicious was... characters, but all they want is a little breathing just, in their Yeah, nostrils. it's just like Free Willy. You just gotta love it. Show yeah, it some love. <laughs> Listen to it. Um, cool. Well, I like it. Before, I like where we so, are. Before we wrap up, this is good. Let's talk about that final ten minutes of the movie. Alright, so okay. Tennessee, Daniels, back on the ship with uh, fake... What? Fake Robert? Is that his name? Not David. It's David. <laughs> Walter. 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 I need a, oh. I need a way to remember We've that. Got, Walter I've got a, starts uh, with Peter, W. Wikipedia. George like W. Wayland. Like Wayland. There it is. That makes more sense. All right. Because I was going to go with George Bush. All right. <laughs> Who was so not the in three this of them, one. we've saved the day. Mm-hmm. We're back on the Covenant. Everything's peachy. They're asleep. <laughs> And then this alarm goes off, notifying unidentified organism on board. Mother. Here we go. So it was mm-hmm. kind of a classic horror trope, just when you think it's over, it's not over. Yeah, because they, they had already killed one at this point. But was right? it just me? It already that, killed them. Yeah, the, the last ten minutes of this movie felt like a different movie. A little tack on? It yeah. felt tacked it's... on. Mm. But there's no way that it was because... Unless they reworked some stuff because the shower scene was in the first trailer. True. It was in the trailer. There was also an entire, like, trailer thing with James Franco talking that was not part of the movie. But that could have been just, like, their log. That was, like... The prologue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, It is cool to go back and watch that. Yeah. Because it was not... Because James Franco doesn't... He's never, like, physically acting. He dies, and he's in a moving picture. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. He, he goes... That was the biggest part of his role. I didn't right. think, like, like oh, Barry dude, Scream. that part in Alien, the new Alien movie, where James Franco's rock climbing with his that... breath. <laughs> Remember that part? <laughs> like, That's um, the... that and, and, and I'm pretty sure that was just unused footage from 127 Hours. Yeah, it was oh, the same. Yeah. That's it. Exactly. <laughs> well, bonus. Um, <laughs> they just, just play a clip from the audio. Express. Um, yeah, they show a clip from Pineapple Express. Like, this is when Tennessee and James Franco used to hang out. Oh my god! Uh, he's like, "You fucking kidding me, man!" No, All right, cool. Um, I miss Bill Paxton. Yeah. Can we talk about that for a second? Not that he was in this movie yeah. or would have been over, man. I miss him. But when you know, I don't know if it's going to happen now. They're saying that Neil Blodgenkamp's Alien Five is is not going to happen. Hmm. Um, yeah, I heard. Which but, is sad because, like, I feel like that could be, you know, the alien movie that we want to see. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I want to. I want to. I want to see Ripley come back. Yeah, yeah. I don't care that it. I don't like. I don't really care that they would have to fit it in like a weird continuity and and forget that you know, however many movies didn't happen, two or three movies, like yeah. It'd be good. Yeah, it'd be good. I feel like at this point, any sequel to any movie that came out in the 90s is basically on the chopping block. Yeah. 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 I'm down. Um, Okay, so let's get back to this, though. Last 10 minutes of the movie, they find the alien, or the alien sneaks up. Uh, There's some shower loving going on Mm -hmm. uh, between two characters. I don't know their names. Mm -hmm. Uh, But they bite the bullet. But, dude, that shower is nice, and I like that they've got music going at the same time. I was jealous. I wanted their setup. Uh, but, I didn't want the alien to But the xenomorph him. shows up, and he's like, game over, man. Yeah, basically. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Um, and uh, so they bite the bullet. Uh, it feels like it was supposed to be one of those iconic scenes that, that you remember forever, but it just didn't feel that way. No. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it felt like it was almost hackneyed because it felt so familiar and, like, a, such a 
there's so many other horror movies that do that and that have done that, so it doesn't feel as original. Right. I think, as it I think what would have been cooler is if the Xenomorph shows up and then they have a three-way. That's what I would have. Oh. Triple kiss? I mean, it's <laughs> a big tail, mouth. A couple tongues. Yeah. I, like, I didn't know what was going to happen. <laughs> well, that's what I was actually thinking. I thought that it was going to get graphic with that tail. Yeah. Like, it was going to go up. You thought it was going to get tentacles. You know, where the sun don't shine. Oh, Ooh. yeah. I know um, about that. The, the old <laughs> face hugger. Oh, the flute. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's late, good. guys. It's hey, late. It's the last We're f- an hour and six minutes that. in. It's going to get weird. Okay, cool. Uh, so... I'll stop rambling. What did you guys think of the end of the movie? Well, not the very end, but this part that leads up to the end. Yeah, I mean, that's the, that's the, I, I think that's all like the most disappointing part to me. It was just that whole chase in that alien. I thought it, I don't know. It's just weird, man. That stuff was so like that shower scene. It's all so quick. It all happens so fast that it's just yeah. like, what? Okay. I get, I don't care. I'm just like, all right, well, Let's get back to David's plan, you know, at this point. And so, all right. Right. Yeah, I feel like maybe at like, cause you're right. I mean, some of those scenes were in the very first trailer, but I feel like maybe at like, we talked about briefly, you know, the original sequel to Prometheus is going to be, be different. I feel like there's probably some version of the script where, you know, the, it, it doesn't have this, feeling of like oh hey it's the uh, it's the last 10 minutes we need to do some some uh some real alien feeling kind of stuff to make this yes like cement that it's an alien movie mm-hmm. right because i mean that's really all awesome. we do have the important scenes with like the twist and and the, like the very end but i think that yeah i mean it, it did feel kind of tacked on and, and then you kind of like not that anything was super predictable in terms of exactly what they did, but you knew like it was going to come out. It was going to kill a couple people. They were going to try to kill it and almost fail, but then kill it at the very end. And then, you know, eventually have to deal with David. So it was, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it it was one of those things where they just wanted to make you be like, you think you're safe. You're not safe at the Mm -hmm. last minute. Yeah. It was. (laughs) Yeah. More action, less tension. Right. Yeah, Yeah. You're right. And you need we got ten attention. minutes. We got to kill five people. We got to do it quick. Yes. That's yeah. Cool. Yep. <laughs> Let's get the two minutes. Go. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And so, uh, so we haven't really talked. So I know Jake, you had some issues with some of the CGI, and no, it wasn't yep. the best I've ever seen, but it, it also wasn't the worst. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. This movie's pretty good looking. Like it, it's yeah, a Ridley yeah. Scott film. Like you can, it's visually pretty stunning at times. Yeah, spectacular. The costumes are on point. Like I found myself wanting to do <clears throat> Daniel's like costume with the jacket and the hood and all that kind of stuff. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, everything looks God, extremely I, fucking cool. I came home when I totally started, like I wanted to doodle everybody's, you know, outfits well, that they were wearing yeah. when they were on the, the planet. Like I wanted to make some of that and just be like, I don't know if I'll, I'll wear this to a con, but it's like, it just looked cool. It's very cool. I liked the yellow spacesuit when the Tennessee and the other dude are doing a little spacewalk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Me too. But that was the thing. Tennessee, like, uh, Danny McBride had some really funny lines early in the movie. Like, the John Denver thing was really funny. Mm -hmm. And then, like, Mm -hmm. yeah, and he's like, y'all better have a cold beer as I make, what do you say, like, I'm coming home on this, oh, this leery traveler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. um, And I just wanted more of that, like, because I think that kind of character. Yes. That whole character work. I mm -hmm. told you who he was. That banter in the first part of the movie between the crew members felt very much like aliens. And I liked it. I liked that it was like all like ruckus and like off color and blue stuff like that did feel like the original stuff. And 
yeah, I feel like the care. I feel like in particular Tennessee's character, like Danny McBride. I think it, he fell a little bit flat in the end. Like there wasn't. I want to see a prequel oh, with him. Like, yeah, because I like became, him so much. Uh, right. Space it's like seeing Chris Pratt in Jurassic World. I'm like, God damn it! I like him so much. I just wanted to laugh a little bit more. And yes, because yeah. you you know how much he could do. So well, it would have been good if they walked in and they looked at David and like. Depends what kind of alien you cooked up in there. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, any more thoughts on the... I guess I didn't give my thoughts on the last 10 minutes other than, yeah, she was in a tank top. She had a big gun. They were chasing a xenomorph. It felt like alien, but it, it, like Jake said, it was pretty rushed and kind of... It felt tacked on to me. Um, so, <clears throat> But before we wrap up, we never got to this. Where does this rank? We got to have a ranking in the alien verse. So... Mm. Wait, where are we putting Covenant right now? That's and so hard. Like, that's we don't so have hard to, count. to do. Let, let's just assume that both Alien vs. Predator movies are at the bottom, right? Yeah. All right, we're just going to Because I counting. haven't seen them. Because we have – I mean, it's – it's those are gimmicky, right? Yeah. So, Not good. Um, so I can go first if you guys want me to start. Yeah, go ahead. Do um, it. It's hard for me because I've only seen Alien Resurrection once and it was about 20 years ago. But I'm going to count it and I'm just going to put that last – I am going to say that this movie is not better than Prometheus and it's not better than Alien or Aliens, but I think I maybe enjoyed it more than Alien 3. So I'm going to put it in between Prometheus and Alien 3 with Alien and Aliens being my one and two. Yeah, well, that's gotcha. that's I'm pretty much close to that. I would say Alien. Yeah. I think I, mean, I was I, honestly agreeing with you. I would say Alien, and then Aliens, and then Prometheus, and then I'd say Covenant, um, and then Alien Three, and those are the only ones I've seen. So that's where I'm going to stay and just leave it. There you go, uh, John. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, honestly, I have a feeling I'll probably end up similar to you guys, just because I, I before I make a solid judgment, I do want to go back. And, and rewatch the other ones because they're not as fresh in my mind. I do cool. know that off the bat, I probably liked Alien more from from what I can remember. Um, I did enjoy Prometheus. I feel like I feel like maybe they're, they're like Covenant and Prometheus are about even in my head right now. But I, like I said, I, I want to go back and rewatch everything and then report back with like a thorough assessment. That sounds, sounds good. good. Cool. We watch all those tonight. We'll just call you tomorrow morning. Yeah, you want to do this like tomorrow morning? <laughs> yeah, early? yeah, start right. Oh, yeah. No, I'll go ahead. I'll start as soon as we're done, and uh, I'll just power through the night, and then uh, yeah, we'll we'll link back up in the morning. Perfect. <laughs> totally clear headed. Right. Can't yeah. wait. You got eight, you got eight hours. Go. Um, <laughs> I uh, I think this movie's probably. I think it's probably at the very bottom for me. Um, It's either, it's either at the very bottom or it's, or it's right in front of part three, I think. And it's so weird because I I don't know that I would say resurrection is a better movie than part three, but I think I enjoy watching it more than I enjoy part three. Does that make sense? No, Uh, no, and I'm also like recently have started to have different feelings towards aliens. Like I okay. like it, but I've watched it and, and I felt less for it. I feel like it kind of diminishes the first movie a little bit. I would, I would maybe put Prometheus in front of aliens. Is that weird? Whoa. I don't know. Oh I my think, gosh. Oh my God. I That's think big. Covenant. It's I think stuff. Covenant is bottom or second. So it's either last or second to last for me. 
Um, it's down there. Yeah, and, and I think the, the overarching thought that I have is, do I really... So we're, we're, we're adding to the mythos of Alien, right? And I think no matter what, the fact that we're getting new Alien movies from Ridley Scott in 2017, that's, that's a good thing, right? Yeah, like, I agree I, I like to see the franchises move forward, and even if they have missteps, you know, I yeah. think, you know, it could be worse, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, no, I agree for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we all, all the aliens could be women. Whoa, Ooh. you don't need that. Hey. hey. Welcome to was... Alien Park. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, I want to do that. Um, <laughs> uh, maybe that's... Maybe that's where this goes. David's master plan is to open an amusement park with all. Uh, oh, it's so much fun! It's like a petting zoo. Yeah, they hug you. We'll have a coupon day. So um, it's just fun for everyone. I'm sorry. I was trying to make a joke about a Dilophosaurus spitting acid, and then yeah, <laughs> couldn't think of it. You couldn't do it. Yeah. But I wanted everyone to know my thought process. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking the same thing. Uh, we find out that John Hammond's one of the uh, architects. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> engineers. You say he's one of the engineers. What I call him? Architect. Architect. It's cool. Yeah. You know the part in the part in the <laughs> Alien Covenant where Robert and the architects have that scene <laughs> together is very yeah. good. Oh yeah. my god! They all like have Mike their, Brady. They all get their graph paper out. <laughs> And, uh, Let's do some sketches. And uh, they're protractors. Ben Hanscom. Did you just make I know three a, different on. fictional architects. Did you just make Ooh, a Mike Brady joke? Mike Brady, Ben Hanscom, oh and who was Art the other one? Art Vandelay. <laughs> George Costanza. All Sorry. famous architects. God forbid I mess up the word architect and engineer. Get it right or pay the price. No, Craig, Craig, mess up more words because it's just creating like Little Good, like B movie spinoffs that I yeah. really want to see. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm yeah. excited. Like uh, if I actually called it uh, Alien Oven Mint. No <laughs> uh, I need an Alien Oven Mint. I already studio. have a Star Wars Oven Mint. Uh, Why not get an Alien Aliens one? Oven Mint? It's uh, <laughs> it's a parody. It's a porn parody. Oh, Alien Coven. Holy that shit. was the one that oh, Andrew Schaefer was talking. <laughs> I was going to say, is this just about like a bunch of aliens trying to knit an oven mitt big enough for the queen to wear so she can bake some goddamn space cupcakes? She's trying to make some cupcakes. I don't care what that queen does. She better stay in the kitchen. I saw cupcakes in the oven. Not from what I've seen. It's a different creature. Uh, But no, Alien Coven. I need to say that. There were parts that felt like Blair Witch, I feel like, for moments. So yes, Alien Coven could be another thing. There you go. There you go. And that's what my ticket stub said because, you know, the entire thing doesn't fit on your ticket. So There you go. I just thought about go. one thing we didn't talk about. Yeah. Was it weird? Like, was it weird for anybody else that like we randomly got like scenes from the aliens' point of view in this? Yes, dude. That's um, exactly mm. what I was just thinking about. What the fuck I was that? Talk that about was it. Too weird. Do it. Do that was it, like John. Predator. That was that was like the one part where it happened, and then I was like, "What? What? Are, what am I even looking through right now?" Because <laughs> yeah. at first, like when. It, up it doesn't really move because the alien's trying to figure out what to do and then it yeah. starts moving and i was like oh are we mm-hmm. is this what the alien no like alien when you watch that? predator you get like the heat vision first person point of view you kind of buy it and you get it and you're into it and you understand how it works and it plays into the movie because then he can't see arnold when he's covered in mud and all that, that kind of stuff mm-hmm. but in this it was just like uh 
you could have just done like a different camera angle or over the shoulder or something like that was a little too much for me. It's it's like weird so when it's many... like it works. It works in Predator because they do it from the first movie. But when we're on the eighth movie in a series and they're all of a sudden like, hey, this is what it looks like when the alien looked like. That's that. a hun- like a hundred percent. That's what it is. It doesn't matter if what kind of movie it is. So like in. Predator, they do it from the beginning. Terminator, you yeah. see it from the Terminator's perspective. Halloween, you see it from Michael Myers' uh-huh. perspective. It would be weird in like in any movie, horror, comedy, action, to all of a sudden jump into that perspective. So yeah, I like it. I like what you guys are saying. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think the what the view was. Like, it kills can suspense can too. Yeah, see successfully because it just it looks like he's stuck in a in like a dirty aquarium. I'm like this yeah. thing is the organism and it's gonna hunt and kill everybody mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> it's the perfect organism that's got the worst fucking vision it looked yeah. like a weird it looked like a snapchat filter was that a, <laughs> wait didn't yeah. hey okay. was that a, was that a high end with snapchat. snapchat dude i gotta follow that guy <laughs> <laughs> it should be a snap we should see the xenomorph in line at Lens Crafters. oh my god <laughs> that's what that perfect organism oh gonna my do. god getting Tacos. There you go. Mm. Do you get tacos at Lens Crafters? I don't know. It's like Snapchat. <laughs> oh, there. It's like what you do. It's your story. I'm into stories. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't have Snapchat. Oh, man. Yeah. Thank you God. can get Thank God. tacos at the food court at Alien Park. Yeah. Oh, yes. yes. That sounds good. If I just it, want tacos. The first person who could come up with a good taco Talk alien tacos. pun will end the... What'd you say? Pocket tacos. Oh. oh. With Whalen sauce. Oh, that sounds good. I like it. David's tacos. It's cute. All right. I think we're done. I, I think, think I'm been, all spent. I think we've really, done it. This is it. Yeah. Shot or load. Um, it's been a good episode. Any final thoughts before we head off into the night? Uh, no, I just hope, like, you know, either way, I am still, I'm still looking forward to a new Alien movie. You know, I'm still looking forward to whatever's going to happen next. I just hope it's, I just hope, I just hope I like it more. Uh, we might not get another one. This movie made $36 million opening weekend, which is down 10 to $15 million from what they were predicting, and kind of feels oh, like yeah. it could be one of those things that uh, it has a major drop-off second week. It's doing pretty mm-hmm. good internationally, but uh, we'll, you know, we'll yeah. see. Yeah, overall yeah. it seems pretty polarizing. I think that the reaction, at least, I've been getting just from posting pictures of my tickets to most people seem pretty... Either they they love or hate, and there's there's a, it's, there's been a lot of complaints that I've seen. So, and from what we've said, we've all got our gripes. But I mean, yeah, I'd, I'd like to see another Alien movie just as much as you guys. So, you know, hopefully we'll see that, and hopefully they'll improve upon some of the things that weren't as good in this one. But it was a decent ride. I liked uh, I liked our girl Daniels, and you know, whatever. I guess that it's. It is what it is. So it it is? Was, yeah, I didn't change my life, but you yeah. know, I'd like to probably buy it. it changed again. mine. Because I was in the house, yeah. and then next no, thing you, you know, know I was what? at a movie theater. <laughs> yeah, Abby, when you just said, like, it didn't change my life, but I'll probably no. buy it. That should be the name of this episode, because, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm sitting here I'm sitting here talking about how I think it's probably the worst Alien film. I'm going to fucking buy that shit, because I got the oh, other yeah. eight movies, you know? Like, yeah. I'm buying it. It's Alien You're movie. Invested, I'm going to buy right? it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think there's enough. I just hope whatever uh, they do next. Oh, you go ahead. No, I, I was just, all I was going to say was I think there's enough good in it to warrant uh, a rewatch and, and exploring some of the themes further. That's all I was going to say. Exactly. Yeah, I would definitely sit down and give it another go. And I almost thought about, like, 
trying to go see it again before we did this episode because I saw it like the day it came out. And that was a week ago. And I was like, man, maybe I should watch it again and try to reevaluate or, you know, maybe maybe I should see this again. Because like Prometheus was that way. It's like you had to watch it more than once before you could really even figure out what was going on in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. John, final thoughts, sir. Yeah, I just I mean, I feel like we we got some enjoyable a couple of enjoyable characters out of it, a couple of enjoyable scenes. David and Walter were a lot of fun to watch and and really interesting. I hope whatever they do next I, I just hope they come correct. I hope whatever movie they do next to to whether they're rounding out a trilogy or continuing to set stuff up just kind of tells a story worth telling because I feel like the way is it where you're just like, okay, David's on the ship. He's got, you know, what, 2,000 experiment embryos, you know, yeah. people that he can experiment mm-hmm. on. Yeah. He's got some other embryos. Like, he's there. He's got the capacity to create a whole, you know, thousands of xenomorphs. And if they didn't make another one, like, logically, we can fill in the gaps of, like, okay, well, that's why there's an alien that Sigourney Weaver encounters an alien. Mm-hmm. So I, ju- I hope that whatever they do next is something that doesn't just feel like, oh, but we still have to connect the dot because in our brains, like we can already connect those dots. So give us something yeah. that we wouldn't imagine happening or that right. we, alien park, you know, we wouldn't <laughs> alien park. I mean, that's what they need to do. Honestly, yes. it's the only also, solution. When David's looking at like the alien take its full form for the first time. Like I do think of like, come on little one. Like I literally said that <laughs> yeah. out loud in the yeah. theater. Cause it feels like that moment. <laughs> also, doesn't this kind of, I feel like the story here, what John was just saying, how like, oh, he's got the capability. Let's assume that he makes thousands of xenomorphs. Let's just assume that that happens. Mm -hmm. Doesn't it kind of make the alien in the first movie look kind of dumb? Like there's thousands that live on some planet and this is just one that like didn't go to the right place. It's just kind (laughs) of stuck. This alien, this xenomorph that we've been fearing for 30 years is actually like the dumb one that got stuck on a ship. (laughs) And it's so dumb that humans killed him. Right. Um, Well, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Mm. To see yeah. how dumb that alien was. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, you know, you know what I do? I do want to pick up. Uh, they have an art book for it, like one of those, oh, like okay. you know, the art of whatever. Yeah. And uh, I, I saw some pictures online today of just like other versions of the neomorphs, and man, they all look really cool. Like all of it looks good. I, I want to yeah. pick that book up just to see all the like gnarly alien yeah. drawings yes. and stuff like and, that. And uh, Jake, we talked about co- it. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Um, Jake, we talked about it. NECA, love or hate the movie, those toys yeah. look good. Mm-hmm. We did, yeah. Yep, yeah, buying the toys, buying all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm buying them, I don't give a shit. Love it or I'm hate it, we're buying the toys. Uh, yeah. That's always the, that, that is the theme. Me. They got me. Mm-hmm. Hey, I that's what happens. That's what happens when you're a quality like toy company and you yeah. do good work consistently. Um, people want to buy your shit, like no matter what they feel about what the movie, the toys are based on. The toys look good enough that, like, hey, I don't care that I hated the movie. I'm buying right. the fucking toys. <laughs> right. Love and, it or hate it, yeah. we're buying the toys. I want that to be a t-shirt. Paint jobs are good. Yeah, mm-hmm. and on the flip side, even if a movie 
is really likable. Like, I really love Jurassic World. If your toy line sucks, Hasbro, I'm not going to buy those toys. Yeah. We're still not. <laughs> um, well, listen. I take my catchphrase back. We I, might not buy your toys yeah. if they're terrible. I think we've said. Uh, I think we've said a lot here. I think we've covered a lot of ground. John, mm-hmm. we really appreciate you uh, joining us today. We moved man. quickly, yeah, like the evolution of the xenomorph. <laughs> so there you go. Very quick. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, this I has been fun. Here. It's always fun hanging out with you guys, and I'm more than happy to come back anytime. Yeah, dude. Absolutely. Dude, yes, for um, it's sure. It's good. I like – so sometimes the three of us, you know, we can get stuck in our own uh, our own uh, opinions and our own voices. It's yeah. good to have an outside uh, – Yes, have some roundtable nights. I do got to say – I do got to say, I feel like, John, you know, you're out in California. Everything's a little bit laid back. Mr. Hollywood. <laughs> Mr. Hollywood. Hollywood himself. <laughs> that could be, you know – all I'm saying is the difference between living in Hollywood and Valdosta could – like I feel like Hollywood Jake might love Alien Covenant. Mm. Right? <laughs> it's a different climate. Is live vegetarian restaurants? Might be you a think my mood. experience of living in Valdosta has turned me into like an asshole who just hates Whoa. everything? Oh, I think if you could walk, listen, Jake, if you could walk out because Jake, you're vegan, right? If you could walk yeah. out of your door right now. And be within walking distance of ten different vegan restaurants. I don't think you would give a fuck whether or not Alien Covenant was good or not. Yeah, and the Chinese theater, yeah. like, and all that merchandise and all the exclusivity yeah. for like movie and premieres and me, it's a different meanwhile, world. Meanwhile, John's like, I just was walking my dog and like John Goodman's over there at the King Kong premiere. Oh, yeah, he yeah, was hanging happened. out. Oh, he's walking happened. his dog. I gotta tell. This is my favorite John story. So a couple weeks ago, John, I got a two Facebook messages from John and uh, and it was just it was like paparazzi style pictures that John had taken of Sinbad and his family uh, that's amazing. <laughs> House guest. and he was like hey that guy who stole that kid's toy and jingle all the way finally yes. got out of jail and I was like oh, they fucking released him oh we got out um, well, I hope he's doing uh, good. Oh, no, yeah, the guy who stole the Turbo Man doll. Yeah, uh, there it is. So uh, John's John's on the beat out there. He's always filling us in on the latest. He's on our level. He's on the Hollywood yeah. gossip. Um, so, yeah. Oh, man. No, I'm, uh, every time I drive around and I see, like, a billboard or, or something that I'm like, oh, man, they would get a kick out of this. Like, I remember it was a while back, and I didn't have a, a chance to get a picture of it, but when they were coming out with the, uh, the Jaws shoes – yeah, they, they had a billboard for it, and I was oh, wow. I was driving, and I saw it, and I reached for my phone, and I was like, maybe I, I can balance it on the steering wheel, and then I was <laughs> like, this isn't gonna happen. And then I, <laughs> I nearly died. Jake's like, why didn't you yeah. get it yeah. for me? I, yeah, I can say, yeah, I can <laughs> see it. It's like I called Jake. Jake, John, your cabo was in a serious car accident. He was trying to get a picture of the Jaws billboard, and Jake's like, oh, cool. Did he get it? <laughs> he didn't send it. Is- yeah, I, never, I didn't get it yet, so. Yeah. Was his phone <laughs> damaged? Can we get he, it? I just want to get a look at his phone quick. <laughs> yeah. Is it high res? Cool, cool. Uh, John, John uh, Jake actually. So the the uh, the shoe, the store display mm-hmm. for the shoes that holds the, the four shoes that they had on uh, at Journeys or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, Jake has in his Sperry, house. yeah. <laughs> oh, I have all the store displays, yeah. Yeah, oh. and all the shoes. I have one pair of Jaws shoes. I wear them sparingly. Whoa. <laughs> I thought that was a pun. I wear them sparingly. Sparingly? 
Scaringly. Oh, now it is late. <laughs> All right. Now that's good. Listen, everybody. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us for our Alien Covenant Roundtable. Mm-hmm. We decided to not bury the lead and just get – we skipped stress this week. Because yeah. it's all skip. stress. Yeah. Uh, next, week's double, next week's double stress. Double get stress. ready for second stress. Uh, <laughs> next week's going to be J- Jake calling me like, hey, man uh, – I like Valdosta, man. Cut me some slack. Hey, man, I like <laughs> Alien Covenant now. <laughs> you will not get that phone. Yeah, That's yeah, not going yeah, to happen. Not gonna happen. Uh, uh, we'll save Jake's story about his neighbors for next week. Oh, my <laughs> God. Yes. yes. Uh, um, speaking of windshields so, crashing. This was episode 57. Yes. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. For it was hot. Around it was fast. Um, there was a flute. There was a flute. It was I didn't get time. You just hold it lightly like the cigarette paper. Um, also, Abby had the theory about the Vo- oh god Wagner. Right? Yeah, he was uh-huh. a Nazi, Nazi sympathizer. sympathizer. Yeah, uh, his so. music was used by Hitler, like and all yeah. that shit. So, so yeah, what was the theory? A- uh, I don't know if there was a theory. It was just like a neat thematic element to have that in there as David's like theme music. Well, I think the theme is that he's trying to create the perfect the perfect organism yeah, or the like perfect a race. Supremacist piece of shit. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Whoa, yeah. whoa, Just getting neat. We like it now. Do we like it? Uh, we it don't like okay. Nazis. We don't like them. All right. That's let me, get, we let me get these plugs out. <laughs> Yeshavesomecast.com is where you can find us. Facebook.com slash yeshavesomecast. At YHS Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Please do not forget to subscribe to us on iTunes. Get that automatic download. You don't have to do any work. Mm-hmm. And Stars. Uh, leave us a five-star review. For the sake of John Yurkava, leave us a five-star mm-hmm. review. Right? Yes. And then John. It's not for us, for him. Uh, bef- before, we, <laughs> before we sign off, where can people find you and your artwork on the uh, the old internet there? Hey, if, you, uh, if you're if you on Instagram, you can find me at John Yurkava4. That's all one word with a number four at the end. Um, and then uh, I have my own Facebook page as an artist. So if we are friends on I guess we don't even have to be friends on Facebook but you just you know Google my name and it will probably pop up if you put my name in the search bar on Facebook it'll probably pop up it's just the art of John Yurkeba so that's where you can find me very good and uh, it's always good to know when you're pronouncing your last friend's uh, your last name (laughs) (laughs) your Your last last name wrong forever so we're gonna officially so we even say Wrong. John, your Kaba. Yeah. Your Kaba. There's not a your Kaba here. It, it's a your Kaba. It is your Kaba, um, but honestly, I've had like that's literally how everybody pronounced it when I, I was like going through school and everything. And, and it's because so of Chris Caraba. Yeah, so I'm gonna blame him. It. Oh, thanks, and admit Tabby. that I, I dashboard. <laughs> like yeah. dashboard Tabby. confessional with Chris Caraba. I'm gonna Chris go listen to it right now. God, I feel uh, like it because I'm sad. Alien. Feel bad. Listen, everybody, we had a good time. Thank you so much. We love yes, our friends. Podcast. We love our last friend, John. Your cable. Our last friend. And uh, <laughs> we will see everybody <laughs> next week. Last friend. It's good. The last friend. <laughs> For Abigail Gardner. Yes. Jacob Walsh. Mm-hmm. John Yurkaba. Face hug. And John Yurkaba. Face hug a friend. Both, both John. and Yurkaba. Both of them. Well, there's two Michael Fassbender. Yeah, Walter. Guys. One's got highlights. It's two different Johns. Uh, no, it's fine. It's me. I'm going to teach you how to do something. Uh, for all of us here yes have some podcasts all of our doppelgangers if you ever find yourself on an alien planet Mm -hmm. things seem a little out of place you see some wheat you should get the fuck out of there leave you should leave leave yeah that's all we're gonna say 
We'll see everyone next week. Cool. Good night. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>